beauty business babe. My name is Kelly Callahan. I'm a corporate dropout turned beauty business CEO. I started my journey seven years ago with the last $2,000 in my pocket and a huge vision to succeed. Since then, I've been able to grow my small mobile spray tanning business into a half a million dollar international business. I'm here to share my knowledge so you too can create more income and have more freedom. Because if I can do it, I know that you can do it too, sis. Let's get glowing. Hey, you guys, welcome to the Beauty Business Space podcast. This is your girl, Kelly Callahan. Today, I have a very special guest. If you guys went to Slay the Spray 2022, you know her and you love her, Miss Sydney Lish. Welcome, 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 welcome. This is the first time you're on my podcast. I can't even believe that. I feel like I've known you for so long. When you asked, I was like, of course, I am so excited. I always just love jamming with you. So this is just even better because we get to record it. <laughs> yeah. So it's so interesting because I was like, I don't know why in my head I was like, oh yeah, she's been on my podcast. And then I was thinking like, wait, what did we talk about? I was like, wait a second. I had to go through. I was like, no, she actually hasn't been on your podcast, Kelly. Like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> oh, I, I never realized that either. <laughs> so so here we are. <laughs> I met Miss Sydney when we both lived in San Diego. And it was so funny because I remember, I don't know how I saw you on social media first, but it was like, you were so bright. You're just like this light on social media. And so I started seeing you at my gym when I went to 24 hour, I started seeing you where I like worked at um, second nature. Then I finally saw you at fit gym, which like was the first time we interacted. <laughs> And it was just so weird because I hadn't talked to you before. So like, I would see you in all these places and I didn't want to like go up and introduce myself because you'd be like, you know, who are you? So, <laughs> so we started talking online and like, eventually we had a nice like meeting. We walked around the Bay and you were just so sweet. We went on a hike and then you ended up dishing me and moving to Texas. <laughs> I know. I know. I no, it's, it's crazy. I, I forget like how the evolution of all of that came to be, but I'm, it's just like such happenstance and also divine timing that we met. And I'm so grateful that we did because now you've become such a prevalent role in my life. And it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. It's so crazy to see you grow like over the last, I think we've known each other for like five years or so. Um, you were the one that introduced me to Isogenics, which I still drink to this day. It helped me lose weight. I drink the collagen. I drink the nootropics. Like, you know, you've helped me so much as well. So it's been really nice to kind of, um, you know, mingle and like do all the things together. And like you said the other day, um, you're like, you know, I've, seeing you Kelly in like all of your, the things that you're doing. So like you went to my salon to get a spray tan, you used obsidian, <laughs> you know, used the mousse, the X tan mousse. Um, what else slay the spray? Obviously you were a speaker there and a sponsor there. So now I don't know if I've actually announced this, but Sydney is going to be the co-host for slay the spray 2024, which is happening March 1st to the, to March 3rd. So if you guys have not gotten your tickets, DM me right now. Let me send you a link. Let's get this party going because I'm so excited. It's happening in Southern California and it is going to be crazy good. And it's also, I'm like 2024. That's so far away. It's going to come so fast. And I am so honored to be able to co-host. It's like, I, I just, I'm so grateful that you, that you asked and I'm ready to light that room up. <laughs> yes. No. And I, you know what? Like I never saw you speak in person. Like I've seen you speak 
obviously like on your podcast or like through videos and stuff like that, but I've never seen you in person on stage. And I will say like with a lot of confidence that a lot of people after you spoke that day, they came up to me and they were like, who is this girl? I need to know her. Like, I love her, you know, and we always have like feedback forms after Slay the Spray events, because I like to know like what's going on. And really people loved seeing you on stage. And I think you really impacted a lot of women. So I appreciate you. That's, that's all my goal is. So that makes me just so beyond happy to hear that. So beyond happy. Awesome. So today we're going to be talking about sales. You guys, I did not know this, but Sydney dropped a bomb on me today and she has started her own business about three to four months ago called prism recruiting. So she's working with people in the wellness um, and including beauty industries to help sell. I'm guessing like programs, appointments, all kinds of things um, to generate more revenue for you in your beauty business. So what better topic to talk about than to make some money today? <laughs> so, um, if you want to talk a little bit about your, um, your new business and really like how you got into this, because it's so interesting. Yeah. 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 So I, before all of this, most people know me as the network marketing girl and as isogenics girl. And I will say that that is still definitely a thing. I enroll people in isogenics very consistently and I love building that. I love the community. I use the products every single day. And there was part of me that was, this is actually like my debut in general. I haven't even talked on, on publicly about this at all. Um, but there was this part of me that was just um, kind of waiting to see what grabbed my attention and like was pulling me out of bed again. Mm -hmm. And uh, I met a few partners that I ended up, you know, linking arms with. And I started to create this idea of um, prism prism, which is essentially a concept. My podcast is called prism. It's really about, um, extracting a little bit of light, a little bit of an idea and like dispersing it into multiple different um, colors and facets and creating magic. Um, and so we basically came up with this idea of prism recruiting, where essentially what we're doing is we're sourcing talent for, um, you know, companies for set multiple seven and eight figure companies for six figure companies for individual business owners. Um, and we really see that the frequency of where sales can be, right? We always hear people talk negatively about car salesmen and scammy sales and all, all these negative things. And the issue with that is when there's a negative connotation around sales, which is essentially the basis of every single item that we have in our life, that actually lowers the frequency of those items and of the mindset of buying those items. Mm -hmm. And so our vision is to actually support the sales industry by increasing the frequency at which we sell and reducing and eradicating shame around sales. That's mm -hmm. like, that's what we're looking to do. Um, and on a day-to-day -day basis, we're looking to do that by training salespeople and then helping the people who are looking for maybe someone to book appointments or someone to follow up in their DMs, um, you know, or go through a cold leads list or a warm leads list. We're looking to place those people within those companies. And so um, we're basically a talent recruiting agency for sales uh, with that big vision in mind of eradicating that shame around, around sales. That's so good because you have no idea how many people have told me that they're scared of sales, that they don't like sales, and they really do have this really bad attachment to that word sales. 
And as much as I try to like say, Hey, like you're offering a solution, you know, you're offering a solution and it's not something that is sneaky or sleazy, unless you're selling somebody a product or a service that is not what they're meant to have. Right. Or if you don't believe in the product or service yourself. So I think any way that we can kind of detach from that negativity, like of the word sales, I think it's going to benefit any solopreneur listening, anybody who has a team, because that trickles down from you to the team members, to the clients, to everything that's surrounding your business. Yeah. Well, and, and what I find is this is just like a little tip for anybody who maybe is, is trying to sell something, maybe their service, their product, and you really believe in it but you keep coming up with the same objection. So you keep coming up against people who have a money objection or a time objection. If you're doing, you know, like a more of a service-based company or something like that, what I'll say that I see over and over and over again in sales is whatever you're currently getting as an objection or consistently getting as an objection is something that you carry within yourself. Mm -hmm. Because what I found even in network marketing, selling products Once I got over the money story that I was living in, which was like broke mindset, I didn't get objections around money anymore. When I was broke, I was getting objections around money. And so if you're getting objections or if you have a story around sales or a story around your product or story, really, instead of focusing on why it's not working or why you're not good at sales, focus on the story you're telling yourself and try and rewire that. I think that that's where a lot of the root of why we think sales is so bad or icky or yucky is because we haven't resolved those things within ourselves. So if you're experiencing that, there's a lot of ways you can do it, but you got to start looking in the mirror if you're feeling icky around sales, because it's not sales fault. Absolutely. I love that so much. So this introduction of like what you're doing might be a little bit different for the people who are listening right now. I imagine that the woman listening right now is probably a solopreneur wearing all the hats, doing all the things, posting on social, replying to emails, doing the services, doing the sales, taking calls, like doing so many things. And one thing that I love to preach and like love to share is to hire, to systemize, to automate, to do all of these things so you can take the workload off of yourself because you can't do it all and you won't be able to do it all for a very long time if you're doing it right now. So um, what you had mentioned earlier is working with people to get a sales team essentially underneath their belt. So for example, you had mentioned um, a like a leads generator and then an appointment setter. Can you explain a little bit about like who you hire for solopreneurs and how that would work into their business? Yes. So if you are a solopreneur that has an abundance of warm leads, people reaching out to you in the DMs all the time. Um, There's so many beauty professionals, especially that just have no time to get to their leads. And they're like, they're just sitting there. I don't have time. I don't really know what to do with something like that. If you're in that category, you can hire what we call a closer where you literally just have someone either reach out to them via call, via voicemail, via DM. And you can literally just have them convert that warm lead or that hot lead from just push them over the edge a little bit. Just get them to pay. Just reach out to them and remind them that you're there. Closer, simple, easy. If you're, um, you know, having a little bit 
of a harder time with like generating leads, you can hire someone like an appointment setter. So we call it SDR. Um, and that person essentially can just be in the DMs. It's a really easy position that we hire for. Um, but it's really effective because it basically, especially in the beauty industry, the ticket is a little bit of a lower price. There doesn't need to be a sales call usually. Mm -hmm. And so with a setter, you can hire them for a really affordable price and they can convert anybody who's expressed interest. They can go into your DMs and they can do almost everything in the DMs to move them into a sale of, you know, one of your sunless tanning products or one of your services. So it's really, um, especially for the solo entrepreneur, you really only need like one person very part-time. And I think a lot of people think that they have to hire like a whole sales team or they have to hire three or four people. But really, if you just have one person that knows what they're doing and they're really, really skilled and they're already, I mean, that's what we do. We do all the interviews. We do all the screening. We do all the testing to make sure they're qualified. And then we just send you the good people and you get to make sure they're a good culture fit. And so if you can really focus on just having one or two people, we can help train them. We can help ramp them, um, which basically means that they're going to be really competent in what they need to do for your industry. Um, then you just get to do what you're best at, which is either doing the services or creating more content to generate more leads. This is amazing. I'm like sold. I'm going to have to talk to you <laughs> privately about this because, you know, as you know, we have so many different businesses. We have X Tan Sunless, which is our e-commerce store. And then we have Spray Tan Class, which is for our Spray Tan Classes. We have Slay the Spray, which is a live event. And then we have the salon as well. So it's like, I could see this working for us in each of our businesses, because we really do need help kind of gathering all of these leads that we have and really contacting them because they're just sitting there in an organized folder with nobody contacting them because we're so damn busy. So I love this because I could totally see this working for women who are solopreneurs, women who have a team of people that they have to like take care of. Um, so what would you say is like the first thing that people should do right now that maybe are like, they're on social media, they're doing all the reels, like they're doing everything that they're supposed to, but they're not generating leads or sales. What would you say are a couple of tips to help them kind of move the needle forward? Well, I think that, and, and this has been a really big conversation that I've had with a lot of people is, is buyers are getting a lot smarter right? Like I remember in 2017, I could post something about a shake and I'd have like 10 people reach out to me and be like, what is the shake? I need to buy it. Now it's like, it's a completely different ball game on social media. And so what I've really realized in sales and lead generation and, and the media world is that you have to do things to stand out. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that you can control is who you are showing up as. This has nothing to do with sales and it has everything to do with sales. I look at the growth that me and Kelly and so many other people that I know have had in the last three, five years. And the reason that we're successful and the reason that we continue to grow, regardless of the algorithm changes, regardless of, you know, things out of our control is because we focus so much on our personal growth and showing up as the most authentic amazing versions of ourselves and we stand out because we own who we are. And so I see a lot of times, especially in the beauty industry, I've worked a lot with beauty industry professionals and you're all, you have to remember, you're all selling the same product. What makes you different? Mm -hmm. So you have to get really clear. If you're struggling to generate leads right now, what makes you different? 
And who do you really want to work with? The dream client or the ideal client or the niche or whatever you want to call it, you've got to get really niche nowadays. You can't just be like, I want to work with brides. It's like, mm-hmm. no, I want to work with brides who are this age to this age, this demographic, this, you know, it's like getting so niche down so that when someone comes to your page, they know exactly what you're about, exactly what you do, and they can see your personality. And so they want to work with you. So often I go to people's pages and I'm like, well, no wonder you're not generating leads because all you're doing is showing the girls that you're spraying. I can't even see your face. If I'm going to be standing naked in front of you, I need to make sure that I'm not going to be like creeped out by you. Show me your face, show me your personality, give me some tips on why you're different, why you're better. Like that, that's the way to sell because people are going to come to that page. They're going to see your personality. They're going to think, oh my gosh, she's actually showing her face. She's different. I really like her energy. I'm going to hire her to come do my spray tan or come do my beauty service or whatever. And that's sales. Sales is people buy from people they know, like, and trust. It's Mm -hmm. that simple. And so if people aren't buying from you, it's because they don't know you, they don't like you, or they don't trust you. Mm -hmm. So you got to figure out how to show those three aspects on social media and stand out in a marketplace that's really saturated by niching down your dream client to a really niche, niche, niche person. And speaking Absolutely. to them. Hey, beauty business babe, have you thought about starting your very own spray tanning business? Or perhaps you've thought about bringing in spray tanning to your already existing beauty business. I want to help you do that. Go to freespraytantraining.com to get your free 90-minute intro to Sunless Training. This is going to teach you all of the juicy details about how you can start your very own spray tanning business or bring in spray tanning to your already existing menu. Go to freespraytantraining.com. I can't wait to see you guys there. Yeah. Another thing that comes up for me right now for you spray tanners, it's like there's no barrier to entry. It's very, very, very low. If it's really non-existent. Like anyone can go on Amazon, get, you know, a gun, a machine, a tent, get whatever solution and not take any type of course and just spray tan people and call it a day. So like, as you can probably imagine, we're in this sea of people who are spray tanning artists. And I communicate with a lot of you guys via social. And what stands out to me is when I see your faces or when you're doing Um, you know, just like even a short story with like, Hey, my name is so-and-so this is what I do. Yada, yada, yada. Um, because a lot of the times I'm seeing very like generic posts from a lot of spray tanning artists, especially. And it's like the kind of normal, like before and after, or like the tan line photo, like it's just kind of generic and it's not standing out. So I love that you mentioned this for those women who are listening right now that are like cringe no, I can't get on video. I can't show my face. Do you have any tips for them to become more confident so they can show face because they think it's so impactful and it'll be so important. Yeah. Yes. Um, suck it up or get out of the game, honestly. And I don't mean that. I love every single one of you listening. And if you are, if you're an introvert, if it feels so uncomfortable for you, I get it. And I don't have sympathy because we've all been there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can have how you feel because I I've been there, but I don't have sympathy because we can all use that excuse. And if you go back, we've talked about this before, Kelly, if you go back to our first videos, we looked awkward. We were so bad on video. It was like (laughs) stuttering and stammering and not confident at all. 
but the people who are willing to lean into the discomfort and be on video and show their face and be authentic and be vulnerable are the ones who win. And it's the people who do that consistently for a sustained period of time. But the only way that you get there is by doing it. And I wish there was a faster way, but if there was, everyone would be doing it. Mm -hmm. And there, it wouldn't be a rare, a rare skill. It's willing to have courage to put yourself out there and realize that vulnerability doesn't make you weak. Vulnerability makes you relatable and vulnerability makes people trust you. And I think for me, it was, it was like little by little and then all at once. And that's kind of every, every level of personal development or building confidence or getting better at sales skills or X, Y, Z, any skill. It's like, you literally have to take one little baby step. Maybe it's like taking a picture of your face. Then maybe it's like doing a video where you're in the thing, whatever, whatever do a little bit every single day until those little bits become comfortable. And then all of a sudden you are just confident. You just feel good being on camera. You just feel confident owning your voice. And it's like, it's this little by little uncomfortable step after uncomfortable step. And then all at once, but know that, I mean, ask yourself, is it worth it to be uncomfortable and be making way more money Mm -hmm. or be broke and be comfortable uncomfortably comfortable, not showing my face on social media. It's the name of the game. And if you want to go do it a different way, you can go to the grocery store and try and find clients. I think it's just going to take a lot longer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, sure. it's just, it's really entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. Mm-mm. It's really not. And we, we do normalize it because so many people are entrepreneurs, but there's a reason that 95% of businesses fail after five years. And it's because it's scary and it's hard and it takes a little bit of a craziness to be able to do it for a long time. So ask yourself if you're willing to do it. And if you are willing to do it, go for it. Don't hold back. And if you're not willing to do it, that's okay. It's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I think about doing it messy all the time. Like even these podcasts, like I feel like I I have no makeup on right now. You know, like I have this hat on. Oh yeah. This is for you, by the way, New York. I love that. I was like, <laughs> maybe she's a fan of but do it messy. Like, I don't know. I don't care that I say like all the time. I don't care that I sound like a Valley girl. I don't care that I am not perfect because I'm okay with like knowing that I have a genuinely good heart and that I'm showing up in the way that I'm supposed to. And it doesn't feel like difficult, you know? And I think in the beginning, if you guys want to go to spraytanclasstv.com, that is where I host all of the YouTube channels or videos that I have. And if you guys scroll, And I actually like doing this to like influencers. Like I like scrolling to see the very beginning stages of like what they're doing, where they're at or where they were at, and then compare it to where they're at now, because like, it's such a vast difference. And then you start realizing like, you don't get good overnight, really. Like you do okay, decent, whatever work here. And then you get better and then you get better and then you get better. But it's not like this overnight thing where you're just going to wake up one day and be perfect at this. So if you've already tried to do video and you're like, Ooh, like I hated that. You know, I hate my voice is something I hear all the time, or I hate the way I look on (laughs) camera, like us too. (laughs) Yep. That's the thing. You everyone at every level, it doesn't matter how successful we are. We all hear the same shit. Mm-hmm. It's whether or not you listen to it, mm-hmm. right? All hear the same negative self-talk. I hate my voice on audio. I just don't re-listen to my shit. Same here. <laughs> I usually do. I'm, I'm like, I'm not the one who has to listen to it. If these guys want to listen to it, great. I hate my voice, so I'm not going to, but right. I'm going to create. 
I'm going to set it off and they're going to post it. So it's, we all have the, the same negative self-talk, the same doubts, and it, it really doesn't get easier. Mm-hmm. And every level, it becomes a little bit harder and a little bit more challenging, a little bit higher of a hurdle to jump over and a little bit louder because we have more people watching us. Mm-hmm. right? When, and so just know that that never goes away. You just are going to get stronger as you go and you're going to get more confident as you go. Um, and just know that nobody's really watching you as much as they think you think that they are. <laughs> it's right. like no one's attention. You know? Exactly. Everyone's busy in their own world. So don't be too hard on yourself. Give yourself grace and actually doing things like this, like the podcast or like YouTubing or whatever. Like it's just so fun and easy now because I don't have all of that pressure on me to like need to be anybody else or like need to be perfect. So give yourself grace and just do yep. the damn thing. Why not? <laughs> be brave, be courageous. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. So going back to the sales aspect of business, I know that you had mentioned um, social media and how this is changing in our world. So I know a lot of women who are listening right now, myself included, like I've been thinking about this over and over again, especially the last like two weeks or so. I'm like, we're spending so much money on social media. Like I have somebody creating the content. I have somebody creating like the captions, posting for us, like All of these things take so much time, energy, and money. And I have like four different accounts. So for those of you who are listening right now that are struggling with like social media and specifically sales on social media, what would you say to them? Because I know that you had mentioned that the game is changing a little bit on that. Yeah, what well, what I'm seeing and what our team is really seeing and it's becoming a really common thread is there's a lot of um, companies, especially some more, you know, six and seven figure companies mm-hmm. that in that, you know, the big boom of where Instagram grew and it was easy to organically grow massively. It was like easy to just post their product, sell their product. Like the 2017 to the 2020, I would even argue, um, or maybe 2016 to 2020. Um, it was like easy to grow, easy to sell. There wasn't as much competition in the marketplace Mm -hmm. and the same thing is not working now, right? New things have to be, have to, have to step in and new, the people are going to have to adapt. And so what we're seeing is like, these people who had really successful, even $5 million beauty companies, $10 million beauty companies per year are like, we can't just post on social media. Our ads aren't working as well. Our, you know, the conversions aren't as high. And so that's where I look at a a company like that, or even at a smaller scale, right? It doesn't have to be a five or $10 million company per year, but at a smaller scale, it's like, we're posting and putting so much energy into the wrong activities, right? It's not that we shouldn't be consistently posting on social media. It's really important to build that brand credibility and to like have people see what you're doing. But I think if you can put a little bit more energy into conversations and those set the setters that I'm talking about, where it's like having those conversations in the DMS and converting them into like buyers, mm-hmm. having salespeople in your organization that can even do cold calling and call a list, you know, your email list, they can call, reach out and call um, people in the DMs. They can do all that stuff. It's a way better approach because what happens is a lot of these bigger companies, they bring in media companies or marketing companies and they want to do influencer marketing. Right. And they're like, okay, let's run $250,000 out to social media influencers are going to promote our product. 
they do it and they see when the, when the, per, the person promotes the product on their page, they see zero growth in sales. They see zero change and you can't really track the data. And if you're really running a business, you know your information, you know your numbers and you know your data, you can watch it and track it. Mm -hmm. And so if you're seeing that you're investing that much money and there's no increase in sales, then social media does not have the same pull it used to. And it's really, really important to start looking at different strategies and bringing in people who can actually be in the DMs and spend time converting people to actual buying customers um, and just having people that are in the DMs. It doesn't have to be you. It's really simple. You can script some things out and we help with that a lot. Um, having people to do that is going to be a way higher conversion rate and a better ROI on your time spent training that person or hiring that person than posting and investing thousands and thousands of hours into just creating reels that don't convert. For sure. That's just something that I've been struggling with so much. I'm like, I actually don't even create that much content now just because I have like help to do it. But I'm like, is this even actually converting clients? Right. Like, are we getting clients from posting reels every single freaking day? And like, really, I don't see that we are because we do know like where most of our clients are coming from when it comes to like spray tan class anyway. Um, so yeah. it's interesting to see that shift, but also like to hear it. I don't know if you've read some of the articles recently, how like influencer marketing is just like not working anymore. People aren't buying the shit anymore. So, you know, well, I ask yourself, mm -hmm. I, I agree because I used to love seeing what influencers posted and it was, I was so apt to buy whatever it was. Mm -hmm. I don't even know the last time I went on social media to look at an influencer stuff and was like, Oh, I'm actually going to buy that. Cause it's yeah. so much so often that it's like, yeah. it's diluted. I'm like, I'm not going to buy it. It's not going to be cool in three weeks. Right. So I general, that is a diluted market for sure that people should take money out of right away. As far as like having influencers that they're overpaying um, yeah. to sell a product. It's yeah. not converting influence really isn't there. I've tried the to do, um, influencer marketing over the last couple of years and it's worked in the sense of getting content, like to be able to use their videos. Cause obviously they're content creators. They create like really cute videos and things like this. But other than that, as far as like actually producing sales, I would say not, <laughs> not very successful at it. So, um, it is interesting and, and it's good to hear that we have other options to be able to get sales. So for those of you guys who are listening right now, who are like, you know, I'm a solopreneur, I'm not like my books aren't getting filled. I'm like worried about my next client. You might want to start thinking about changing up your strategy because if it hasn't been working and if it's not currently working, you know, you have to do something different. And, one of the things that I have actually learned from Sheila Bella was like, yeah, get in those DMs because that's where you create connection. And that's how you stand out. A lot of people, you know, when I respond to them in within like a certain amount of time, they're just like, oh my gosh, I can't believe like it's you responding and I can't believe how quick you are. So thank you so much. I'm like, they're excited about that because a lot of people just like leave them hanging. And I will say like, I'm not perfect, obviously. So if you're listening to this and you're like, Kelly, I DM'd you and you actually like never responded. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> But I try my best and we do have a team to help in the DMs, but I would like to find a better structure. So that way, when we do get those leads to like put them somewhere organized and then to have like processes to be able to follow up with them. So I, I'm glad that you guys can do that. Yes. Well, and that's what I'm finding is like, there's so many people that are at your level where it's like, you've built something so amazing, but it's like, how do we take it to the next level? We got to like 
dial it all in. Right. And I think every single person I work with people in the beauty industry at so many different stages, like brand new one year in five years in 10 years in, and you got to build your company like a business owner. And that's something you've done. And that's why you're so successful. Some of these girls, I'm like, babe, you're not even treating this like a business Like you got to treat this like a business. You can't just post on social media. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And so I think if you can think from the very beginning, like how can I build the scale? How can I um, set this up so that processes are in place so that I have people ready when I need them, when I need to hire them to go through my DMS, what's the operating procedure for the DMS? What are the messages looking like? Like start systematizing those things from the very beginning. Um, don't spend a ton of time on it, but do enough that it allows you to get to that next level. Um, when you're ready to bring in team or, or anything like that, but yeah, it's, it's, the entrepreneurial world has been diluted to posting on social media and thinking that that's enough. Mm-hmm. And it's just not like, we got to get more creative. Um, Cause my grandma can post on social media. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I <laughs> exactly. Great. But it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't separate you as I'm a business owner because I post on social media about business stuff, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. So for those uh, women who are listening right now, do you have any additional tips for them in terms of maybe when they do get into the DMs, they do have like a bunch of people in there, like trying to convert those people that they have in their DMs into sales. Do you have any tips for them? Mm, for sure. It's posture. Posture is the number one most important skill I've ever learned. And Posture is essentially guiding the conversation and knowing where you want it to end up and being willing to hold the frame of the conversation essentially. And, and what that does is it allows the person that's following you to feel like they're being led somewhere Mm. where if you go into the DMS and you're like, Hey, and they're like, Hey, (laughs) I had a question about something. And you're like, great. What, like, how can I help you? It's like, I want to buy your product. You're like, oh, okay, great. That sounds awesome. It's like, you got to be in control of the conversation. Like, Hey, yes. Which product would you like? I'm going to get my team to send you over a direct link right now. So you can purchase that product. It's this much. It'll get to you within two to three days. I'm so excited for you to get the product. Mm-hmm. It's being active with the people instead of passive, even booking appointments. They're like, Hey, I want to come in for an appointment. And you're like, great. What's this? You know, are you free next week? Instead, you can say, oh, amazing. We have Monday and Tuesday available next week at three or four o'clock your time. Which one works best for you? Mm, love it. Feel led. So it's, it's having the confidence of where you want to take the conversation and the end outcome that you would love to have. Um, and then just guiding them to that. But most people aren't active and like proactive and initiate when they're in conversations. They're like waiting for the client to direct them where you want the client to direct by the questions you ask, but you have to ask powerful questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's the biggest thing. Know the ideal outcome, which obviously is book an appointment or get them in for a service or sell a product, but you've got to be the one framing and holding that conversation and guiding it to where you want it to go. And that's just basic sales. one hundred and one. That's mm-hmm. just simple sales. one hundred and one. Um, we actually are putting together a community for people who are wanting to learn sales. And so I can also give that information to you as well. Um, it's mostly for people who are in the setting or closing or things like that. Um, but all of the people that we train are in that community so that when we send them to people to work for them, they're all trained up and they have all those skills under their belt as well. 
I love this because I remember like telling you last, I think it was like last year is the first time I mentioned this to you. I was like, can I just like hire you <laughs> for sales? Because you're so amazing at creating connections. Like you are so intentional with like creating connections with people. You're so great at like naturally selling and you're very like your sharky is the way that I would say it like sharky in like the best way possible. Cause you're not aggressive or like overly aggressive where people are like turned off by it, but yes. you're so confident in the way that you approach sales from like what I've seen. And not many people have that, like, they're not like that. They're very scared of it, which is why I think so many people are passive in the DMS. They're like, um, like, should I give you my link or not? But it's like, yeah, just yeah. like be They're not- asking. Yeah. <laughs> make it like super simple because again another thing that I see is like people overcomplicate so much in their business where it's like no just make it super easy for the client to know where to find you how to find you how to book right so like it's very very simple just by sending them a link not being passive being a little bit more aggressive than maybe you normally will and like you guys should see results just based on like that minor shift of mindset and like your strategy in the DM. So I appreciate that so much. The biggest thing is remember that people are wanting to buy. They don't want to be sold, but mm-hmm. they want to buy. People want to consume. They want to pay money to something mm-hmm. to get value turn. And so even I, this is just another thing I'm thinking right now, like a lot of girls are like, Oh, I want to upsell some, you know, product in my salon. It's like, but but you're never asking them if they want a product and like, you're never asking them. Just remember that sales is literally just asking like, Hey, I know you mentioned that like you wanted, you know, some spray tan, whatever, rub on spray tan. It's, you have to ask the person mm-hmm. like they, they don't ask them at the end. It's like, Hey, did you want me to add that spray tan, like rub on spray tan to your, like your order today? Yeah. Just ask that question. They're going to be like, yeah, take my money. But most mm-hmm. of you are afraid to ask. So in mm-hmm. sales, just be to ask the question and be willing to get uncomfortable asking the questions. And if they say no, they say no. It's the worst that they can do. They're not going to remember once they leave the door. Mm-hmm. So just in sales, you got to be bold. You got to believe in your service like we talked about before. And you just have to be willing to ask the un- un- uncomfortable questions and know that nobody's going to remember any of it anyways. <laughs> Closed mouths don't get fed. Exactly. <laughs> You got to ask. Thank you so much, Sydney. This was amazing. So where's that community? Um, or maybe you can send me the link and I could put it in the show notes. Yes, I will send you the link. Um, and then I'm also going to be doing a ton of podcast episodes on sales training on, um, firing, hiring, all of those things. So it's going to be quite a big shift, um, over on the podcast as well, if you guys want to tune into that, but yeah, I'll send over the link for the community. People can tune in. Um, and yeah, I'm just here to help however I can. Yes. So the prism podcast is Sydney's podcast. We'll link that below in the show notes as well. And, uh, for those of you guys who are interested in perhaps working with Sydney or hiring a sales team, go ahead and contact her. What's the best way to get a hold of you? Is that through Instagram email? Yep. Instagram is great or Sydney S Y D N E Y at prism.inc P R I S M. Um, and then we're going to have our website live here in a month. So love it. I can't wait. This is so exciting. You're going to kill it. And I know you're going to help so many women. And I definitely want to have a conversation with you, um, about my own sales team. Cause I know it's something that we need to have. And 
one of the things that have been stopping me from like creating like a really strong sales team is like the training aspect of it. So the fact that you guys do that is just like music to my ears. So I'm really, really excited. (laughs) Also, I cannot wait to see every single one of you listening to this at Slay the Spray 2024. (laughs) We're going to have the best time. (laughs) We are. I'm going to link that below as well. So thank you guys so much for being here and listening. And we love you guys long time. I am so sad that the episode is over, but we can still connect even further. Head on over to Facebook and add yourself to the Beauty Business Babes Facebook group. We have 9,500 women from all around the world that are in the beauty industry. And I promise you, it's not like other Facebook groups. We are high vibe, energetic, and we are definitely there to help one another out. I can't wait to see you there.